Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. So you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos. Or even things that don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. Hey, Craig. I mean, there's no debating that a football game was played at Martin Stadium, and it there's was. no debating that the Washington State Cougars won. So, you know, those are two points that yeah we you, that are that are that were good. Both were good. Um, and this is podcast versus everyone, episode 172. I'm Craig Powers. With me, as always, is Jeff Newser. Jeff, 2417 against the Idaho Vandals of the FCS of the Big Sky. Um, doesn't make it feel super great. I mean, it's better than we've done worse in in these big sky <laughs> matchups before. So I've I've been trying to think about that how, how how I would feel, how I would have felt on Saturday, how I would have felt, you know, the coming days if 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 you know maybe Idaho scores that touchdown at the end and then goes for two and beats us. Uh, I think it would have been a a much different uh, vibe rather than yeah. now it's like uh, maybe we aren't that good. Uh, it would have been, oh my god, this we just lost to fucking Idaho, which would have been the most annoying thing. Um, yeah, the last, if you, yeah, I was gonna say the last time we lost to Idaho, I distinctly remember yelling out because uh, this was, I don't know what what was it, two thousand, I think, right, or nineteen ninety nine, something like that. The second time in and, a row, you mean? Yeah, and I I distinctly remember shouting out, uh, I don't care if Mike Price took us to a Rose Bowl, you cannot lose to Idaho. At which time my uh, my boss at the time, uh, a guy named Don Borst, if, if we have any uh, listeners who are who are sort of longtime Tacoma residents who remember reading him at the News Tribune, uh, college football writer there, he's my boss at the time working at CBSSports.com, and he looked at me and he said, nothing that man could ever do should make you want to fire him. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't care. And I was young. I was an idiot. I was, you know, 23 or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't care. You cannot lose to Idaho. And um, he's like, you are an idiot. You're so young. You don't understand. Like he took you to a Rose Bowl. Little did I know, like another Rose Bowl was coming after that. But yeah. Um. Anyway, it just, yeah. Losing to Idaho is, is really, really, really not good. Uh, this would have been especially not good considering they are now, uh, not, not even a good FCS team, right? Like they're a mediocre FCS team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, thankful, thankful that they figured out a way to, to pull out the victory and, you know, to be honest. And I think, uh, you know, Stephen Ayers who wrote, I think a really mm-hmm. nice yep. column about that this morning, you know, sort of spoke to this, like, 
like the game was not as close as the final score. Like, and, and I think everybody kind of knows that, but also, you know, everybody expects that you just, you know, are going to steamroll Idaho. And when that doesn't happen, then people, you know, tend to jump to conclusions. I think, I think part of it was, I honestly, I think the biggest part was that the offense just didn't look very good for the yeah. most part, um, which we were worried about. I mean, we, we were, it's a, it's a new offense. It's the funny part was that they didn't look bad for the reasons we were worried about though. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, also I'm looking at, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the total game time. Um, yeah. Three hours and 51 minutes. Mm. Good God. Um, to score 31 or 41 points. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that's, ugh. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, given how many like three and out punts there were, like I guess that's what got it extended so much. Um yeah, th- I you know Stephen uh, Stephen hit it on the head. Nothing's ever as bad as the scene. I mean, if you look back the, the 2015 and 2016 teams that opened the season by losing to an FCS team, uh, won eight and nine, you know, nine and eight games. Yeah. So it it's. It, these first games, as we learned in the Michael H era, often aren't that instructive, you know, and we even learned this last year, you know, they're not that instructive. Uh, there's so much weirdness around them. Um, it, you know, they, you know, if a team's really good and they're really good, you know, sometimes they can, they can get around it, but WSU has destroyed some FCS teams in their first game and then not had terrible teams. And then they've lost FCS teams and have really good teams. So it's just, well, what are you going to do? You know, what there are things to be worried about. Sure, Cam Moore did not look super good. You know, like, let's be honest. Like, he was yep. 25 of 40, where half of his passes are just lateral passes. Like, 62.5% sounds a great, like a good completion percentage, but not when, you know, half those throws are gimmies. Um, right. And, he, and where he really seemed to struggle is pushing it down the field. And he really seemed to struggle with maybe not. Honestly, you he he bailed out of the pocket quite a lot, and it and it only once did it ever actually provide much benefit. And you you kind of have to think maybe the way he got chased so much by WSU's defensive line in camp, maybe maybe was in his head because there was sometimes yeah, he'd bail he'd bail out of the pocket, and he was fine, just step up, you know. So I don't know maybe the. Hopefully, you know, coaching staff can teach him up on some, coach him up on some of these things. Uh, but, but yeah, how many was it? Five less, let's see, 200, 217 yards or on 40 passes. So just barely 215. five, 215. Yeah, 215. So just barely five yards of pass. That's not, that does not cut it. You know, it, nope. s- seven and a half <laughs> is the, the minimum here. Man. Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's not working for me. Uh, yeah, so that, that was that part, but then you look at the defense, they're every bit as good as we were hoping they'd be. Yeah. I mean, Idaho was four yards of play, basically. Uh, you take away that uh, fumble return for a touchdown. You take away the fact that they were on the field for like 30, like almost 40 minutes. Like, you know, the offense was not helping them out with field position at all while they were helping that they were helping the offense out with field position. Because the offense really only scored on the on on the possessions where they got the ball inside the fifty, so it yep. it that that was another thing with the offense. They really couldn't 
uh, aside from that drive that was trying to kill the game, they w- couldn't really, which um, I, I just, I, I think like you just cannot trust kickers at those extreme angles, like with the field goals that are inside the 10 yard line. Yes. It's just, it's such a hard angle. Cause like uh leaf observed on the broadcast, Janikowski didn't hit it poorly. It just, you have to hit it really strange. Like you have to hit it with such yeah, a you got to hit angle. it way farther to the right than being on that left hash. You know, th- there is no other place on the field where you're going to hit it like that. Right. Like you're and, just, and it's you are, right. I was literally pushing it to the right. I was, I was just, uh, this morning I was, uh, I got interviewed by the, uh, Clarion ledger in Mississippi about, you know, <clears throat> some of Mike Leach's, uh, craziest games. And of course, at WSU because they're playing Arizona this week. And of yeah. course um, they brought up the Cal game and that made me think like, yeah, that that's it. That was a 19 yard field goal at the end, but it was, it was from the right hash instead of the left, but it was, yep. it's such an extreme angle to try to get in. And yeah. it always makes you wonder like why college football has those hashes like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really, I don't it's know why they're so extreme, but anyways, that's just, it, the game should have ended right at that moment, but it didn't. Um, and we had to endure that final drive, which was, you know, the first time really Idaho, uh, had strung together multiple chunk plays in the entire game. Um, cause you know, their, their field goal they got before, you know, I guess the, the drive before they did as well. So, but at the point, at the point you got to think like maybe the defense just gassed at this point. Like yeah. the last two drives, they give up nothing all day. And then it's the last two drives. Like you can only do so much, like especially that yeah. defensive line rushing over and over and over again. They're the, they're that that's the spot where you're really going to get gassed. Um, yep. Yeah. So it, I don't know. Like I, I can't really fault the defense for too much on those last two drives. They shouldn't have been put in that position. Um, it was really a tough, tough sledding for them. And they, performed like really well for 95% of the game. Yeah. I was super impressed with the defense. Uh, you know, they did everything. I think that we, that we hoped they would do, uh, you know, they were fair up, up until those last two drives, they were, you know, flat dominant. They did exactly what we would want them to do. Lots of tackles for loss. Right. Uh, Brennan Jackson was everywhere. That guy was incredible. Uh, Ron stone was, uh, really, really good at the times he was in the game. I think there were sort of long stretches where he wasn't in the game. So I think, yep. I think they're kind of trying to ease him back. In fact, there was a point at which I was like, did he, did he get hurt? You know, but then he came back in uh, toward the end. I, I I think maybe they had him on a bit of a pitch count. So, you know, defense was, was really good. And then, you know, we haven't even talked yet about Dion Henley, who was yeah incredible. Like he is like, uh, he looks like an NFL linebacker like just legit yeah. from an athleticism standpoint, uh, from a strength standpoint. I mean, he is just like, he is a special, uh, special kind of player, I think. And I'm super excited to, to see what he does. And this isn't even like talking about all the, all the funny sound bites after the game where he was, <laughs> after he intercepted it. Right. And he was like talking about, uh, whether to go down or whether to try and score a touchdown. Um, and, you know, people have to remember too. I mean, I, I don't know how many of our fans are, are sort of acutely aware of this, but I mean, he started as a wide receiver, 
Like yeah. he, before he was a linebacker, he was a wide receiver. He, he is like when he was when, a quarterback at one point. Yeah, he was a quarterback in high school. And then he switched to wide receiver in college, like a lot of quarterbacks do. Uh, and then he flipped over to defense. And it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, just as he kind of has gotten bigger and bigger. But yeah, so when that ball was in the air, it was like. He yeah, flipped he over to defense as a as a junior, by the way. This was yeah. not. This was not. Yeah, he played two seasons as a as a wide receiver. Yeah. Yep. So he's in his uh, third season as a as a linebacker is all. And uh, he is, yeah, he's really, really good. So, yeah, I, defense was good. The, the offense, I'm not worried about it. Um, and, and I think it's important to point out is it, what I said earlier was, you know, the offense was not bad in the ways that we were worried they would be bad. Um, so, like, you know, when I, when I look at these first games, like, I'm looking for something where I'm like, man, this is, this is going to be a problem, right? Like, you know, if you can't even do that against Idaho, that is going to be a problem. Well, like something I would have been looking for would be, you know, the offensive line, right? We were worried about the offensive line. You know, were they just a total mess against Idaho, right? Like, and not just like a mess, like with blocking assignments or whatever, but like, you know, getting beat, you know, where you'd go, oh shit, like we're getting beat by Idaho. This is going to be a problem, right? Didn't see that. You know, for the most part, Cam Ward's pocket was clean. Um, he had more time to throw than than he needed most of the time. Um, and when he would scramble, it was mostly because he had just held on to the ball a long time. So that was encouraging. And also the fact that, you know, we were able to run the ball a little. Uh, not, not a little. We were able to run the ball well, I should say. Um, so that was good. I mean, if we take, if we do the sack adjusted rushing, it was 158 rushing yards at 7.2 yards a pop. So that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, um, so all those things make me feel okay about the line. I mean, they may not be great. I don't know. Maybe they're going to go to Wisconsin and get, you know, slapped around, but at the same time, you know, like I didn't see anything against Idaho that made me think like, you know, like a disaster is imminent, right? Which is kind of, I think what we were worried about. Yeah. If you look at the three sacks, I would say uh, I can think of at least two off my head that were really Cam Ward. They were totally on Cam Ward, you know, yeah. um, and I and so it, it's, it, you know, we'll say it over and over again. And I know you say it all the time on Twitter, too, is like quarterbacks like sacks are QB stat. You know, we, we we as longtime Seahawks fans, we learned that with uh, with Russell Wilson over the years. Yep. But it, uh, it it's. So hopefully that's not somebody. And and I mean, one thing that's nice is it was three sacks for 15 yards. He's not taken 10, 12 yard sacks. Like maybe the the last sack happy quarterback we had was Luke Falk his last year, and he was taking some brutal sacks. Yep. Um, but at least Cam can kind of stretch out the play, just get you know tackled near the line of scrimmage or whatever. Um, so it's yeah, it, it was nice to see you know Nakia Watson you know look better. Yeah. Um, and Jayla Jacobs looks awesome. Like, I, I really wish they wouldn't yes. have pulled him out when he. I know. I know He's that coaches. I know coaches do that with young players, but honestly, man, leave him in. Like, has he made an incredible yeah. play before he fumbled the ball? Like, he. Yeah. It was so, like, it was like early booby level, like freshman booby level, like, uh, yeah. Uh, stuff. So it's, you know. And so that was, so, but that, I mean, and his touchdown was super impressive. It was just all yep. just speed. The acceleration is, is yeah. uh, the acceleration is the big thing. Like when he, when he steps on the gas, he goes. 
And he looked like he was just in a different gear. Now, again, playing against Idaho, but also yeah. I don't know how many of our receivers kind of look like that. So, yeah. you know, how many of our offensive players look like they were running a different, you know, at a different gear than, than the others. And, and he looked great doing that. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see more of him. Yeah, absolutely. And then hopefully, you know, one game in, uh, Cam Moore can get, you know, a bit, a little bit better page with the, the wide receivers and, and game speed. Um, there was definitely some really nice looking, uh, just from a scheme and, and standpoint, some really nice looking stuff. I mean, that touchdown to Deshaun Stribling, that was not a play in the Mike Leach air raid. Like that nope. was not that was not something that Mike Leach was running. That fake pitch nope. and and Idaho had no idea it was coming. Kind of wish that we didn't have to use it against Idaho. <laughs> yeah. the, for, but they were all it. turning around like, yeah. wait, what? What is happening? Where's the ball? It was hilarious. I, I will say, um, Cam has great play fakes. Uh yeah. he uh uh when, when either if it's a he, he sticks the ball in the gut of the runner. Um, it's, it's, he does a great job with that. So I, he's, there's a lot to like, um, you know, who knows, maybe there was some, some, um, nervousness. I don't, I don't think that's going to get easier any easier next week, but, uh, you know, but yeah, it, overall it's, yeah, we didn't lose like, so yeah, I mean, let's, let's I mean, learn in a win. And, and yeah. if we are really this bad, then fine. But I really doubt we're yeah. that bad. And I, and Idaho probably yes a little bit better that than than maybe we thought they were um but and but I I, I just don't I I think there's we we've seen offenses especially air raid offenses start slowly all yep. like pretty much every season under Mike Leach yep um with the yep. exception of Anthony Gordon like every other every other season they started slowly so this yeah is, I and, mean. This Think is back not, to that first game with uh, Gardner Minshew against Wyoming, where it was like eh, it was he okay, was around five yards of pass as well. Like he was around right? five yards of pass in that game too. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was so, a much better defense, we'll say. But yes. um, uh, yeah, and I think Idaho played it exactly as they should have. I mean, we talk, you know, you and I have talked about this before on the show, and you know, like, hey, when you're a heavy underdog, man, play a high variance strategy. You know, like give yourself, I mean, there may be, you know, give yourself a chance for some high upside, even if maybe there's some, you know, some, some downside to it as well. You know, and he did that. He was super aggressive on fourth downs and, you know, they got the benefit of a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of turnovers and, you know, so they, I mean, I think they, they played it, you know, about as well as you could. And, you know, I, I definitely Eck brought some energy and, and to be honest, you know, he's obviously, they had some transfers too. Um, he's obviously infused some talent in that yeah. program as well. So, and they yeah, were I mean, such a they were in such a bad place with Petrino. Yes, just, yes. So yeah. kudos to them. I mean, I, you know, I just like I didn't see anything that made me feel you know super down. I think the offense will will figure it out. I don't. I I was a little bit surprised that we didn't at least rip off a handful of explosives. Yes. Um, just merely based on the. Uh, you know, the, the talent discrepancy um, that was kind of like, I figured, well, you know, maybe, you know, yes, if there's some inconsistency, fine, but you know, we'll probably hit some big plays just because. Right. And, and we really didn't. Um, I think our longest play was a running play of 20, 20 some yards. Yeah. So. That was, I think Watson to start the final drive. Yeah. It was like 25 yard run. Yeah. Yep. So that was a bummer for me. 
But I, you know, I'm also, I'm curious what you think about this too. So somebody floated the idea that, that the Cougars really treated this more or less like a, like a preseason game, um, rotating guys, keeping the playbook relatively vanilla. Um, I mean, we just talked about like the, you know, the crazy play to score the touchdown to Stribling, but at the same time, like, I, like, I don't know, like, I, I mean, maybe there's something to that. Um, I mean, I've, the reality, I've, the reality is we only ran the ball, like ran the ball 19 times. We, we could have run the ball twice as many times as that yeah. and probably just run up and down the field yep. and they didn't. Right. So that kind of leads me to believe that they were to some degree treating this as a way to, to work out the kinks and some reps. for Wisconsin, which of course is always, <laughs> you know, there's some risk involved in doing that, but, yeah. uh, but at the same time, if you get out I, with I the know, W, like, you know, it's... yeah. I mean, what, like, like, do you think that is potentially legit? Yeah, no, I, I, I remember looking down at, 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 at times, especially late once they got the two touchdown lead, that drive they give to Idaho, it, it felt like there wasn't the full team on there. And then, like you said, they were, they were, um, limited in the use of Ron Stone and, and, and just, it, yeah, it felt like they were rotating guys to me. And, and like there was a lot of guys. And if you, I, I watched the second half. Um, on DVR, um, honestly, because it's kind of hard sometimes. You get a little distracted up in the the suite, um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it just felt like their guys were running in it off and on constantly on defense and and mm-hmm. on offense. You know, obviously, I mean, when you're talking about explosives, like if if uh, Jacobs has a fumble the ball, um, he's in. He's probably gets you know half a dozen more touches and i yep. feel like if he had a half a dozen touches in that game uh one of them's going for 70 at some point you know and so i it's it's um i i i i i wouldn't totally dismiss that notion uh i i would hope that one thing that does you know they they, they didn't go on a fourth and two earlier in early in the game and stuff and i just that kind of stuff is the stuff that regardless of how they're playing the game like that i i i i don't like that like i yeah for fourth and two at midfield should be an auto go it's especially yeah. if you're playing a team that you know you can get two yards like against. yes but that, that's like but that's having the defensive coach right like yeah i mean we know that like I, and i wrote the big you know long whatever two thousand words on how dickard has done all the right things and hasn't been the you know, doesn't seem to be defensive, dogmatic, da, 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 you know, like all these things. Right. But the reality is he's still a defensive coach. Right. And so he's looking at that going, OK, I could I could go for two yards and, or and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was it was still 10 zero at that point. Right. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Or was it 10 seven? It was 10 zero, 10 seven, something like that. We were losing. Um, no, it was 10 zero because 10 seven. When we made okay. 10 seven, we got the ball right back on an interception. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, okay, so it's 10-0. Like, you got a defensive coach. He's like, look, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't want to make this any worse. And, you know, I've got a pretty good punter. And let's let's kind of let's let's pin him deep-ish. Um, let my defense do its thing. And then let's, you know, let's try again. Um, I don't know. Like, I obviously I'm as, you know, never punt as anybody. But, but I looked at that and went like, I get it. 
<laughs> like, like, yeah, I, if I was playing a video game, I'd be like, hell yeah, we're going for it. But it's also like, you know, he's still a defensive coach and, you know, and, and knowing what it, our defense had done up until that point, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense to, to punt it and put him under some pressure deep and, you know, and then, then try again after that. So I don't know. I wouldn't have made that decision, but I also, I also was like, nah, I was, I wasn't as perturbed by it maybe as some people. Yeah. I, maybe you've just accepted it, but it's, it's to me, I always think that the, the thing that, you know, when he grew up watching, um, and they still do it, color commentators, they'll say like, Oh, uh, there, this coach is going to punt it away and trust his defense. But like, I feel like you're trusting your, if you trust your defense, then that should make you want to go for it even more. You would think so. <laughs> like if you, if you think your defense is good, then you don't care if they have 55 yards or 80 yards to, to defend. Like who, you would like, think who so. cares, you know? Yes. And so I, you know, whatever I, I, I'm just going to have to accept that we, we had a couple coaches, even, you know, Rolovich and Leach before him that would always go in that situation. So it's going to be an adjustment back to, yep. to, uh, to that. And I know there's a lot of people that'll be happy with it going on fourth <laughs> makes them uncomfortable. So yeah, there are a uh, lot of people that are going to yeah. be happy about that. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to maximize, you got, if, if, if we, we can, let's put a bow on this. Uh, yeah, we've said it, it, it wasn't the win that we hoped, but it was still a win. And that's that, you know what, like we've, I've seen worse and there, there yep. isn't some, you know, there, there are things that can be fixed and, and let's hope it, but, but here, here's the thing where we talk about taking these risks and stuff. And you were talking about how Eck was playing to maximize opportunities. Uh, that's something that WSU is, gonna have to do against wisconsin and we're gonna switch yes. we'll, we'll talk about wisconsin now wisconsin is good they're physical they're at home uh it's gonna be a eighty thousand people raucous crowd um probably the loudest crowd that these this team will deal with all year um uh, especially given since they're not going to be playing, you know, at like Husky Stadium or uh, maybe they're playing at Autzen. Maybe Autzen will be a little louder. No, they're not. They're uh, Oregon's nope, coming to WSU. So yeah, I, this is going to be the loudest crowd they face all season. Yep. Um, it's going to be an emotional game for Dickard, who's from Wisconsin. He's got. He said he has two hundred tickets that he had to buy. Two hundred yep. people yep. are coming. Um, so it's going to be emotional for him. Um, so this is this is gonna be a tough one, and and WSU, like I think it's not not difficult to say they're at a talent disparity here. They're they're they uh, they double digit underdogs in this game. Uh, yep. They 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 need to maximize opportunities. If if he has a fourth and two and they're down ten zero to Wisconsin, I sure hope he has a different mindset and goes for it against them. That's that's all yeah. I say, uh, because you're gonna need to convert that. Um, because you know, as good as WSU's defense looks, and they're going to be playing a team, not not that runs a similar offense, but runs similar in terms of run pass ratio as Idaho in Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin in, in their opening game against another an FCS school, Illinois State, uh, they threw the ball a whopping total of sixteen times 
Yep. Um, in 53 offensive plays. Yep. So that's uh, that's and let me see sacks. Uh, did they give up any sacks or they? Interestingly, this is something that's interesting. They did give up three sacks. So Ooh. they actually tried to throw 19 times out of so out of 53 plays. But still, they're definitely a, a they're they're a run attack. But um, um, so that's that's that that was kind of like we're in the bigger leagues now. Idaho ran the ball a bunch until they got down. Um, but in, obviously, Wisconsin. Uh, Braylon Allen and other and several, several other guys that are going to be carrying the ball. Um, difficult, big ass offensive line against our you know smaller defensive line. So that that'll be like the thing to watch as, as if WSU can keep this close and be in a place to get an upset. Yeah, thirty seven rushes. For, for Wisconsin, right? You mentioned only 16 passes. So 37 rushes, 16 passes. If we so 34 it for, yeah. So 34 and, and 19. Um, so yeah, almost two to one rushes to passes. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, they, they are going to try to, to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. Um, Hey, but they know. did give up three sacks in nineteen pass. They 19 did drop back. Yeah, that's so that is that's an awful. That is rate. interesting. So that, yeah. I would love to. I, if WSU could do that, that'd be that'd be big. Yeah, so that but is that also, is highly interesting. Given how many times they uh, uh, ran the ball, they still were at eight point three yards per play, which is yeah. I mean, I I can't tell you anything about. Uh, Illinois State's defense, but eight point three when you're running almost twice as much as you're passing, yes, that is uh, pretty good. Um, they definitely yeah. were hitting big plays on the passing game, um, and I, you know, th- their QB was at thirteen point seven yards per uh, attempt. Um, so they're they're definitely running that kind of uh, Pete Carroll style, grind and grind and then go deep. So. And Braylon Allen was over 10 yards an attempt, 10 yeah. yards a carry. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the game, so I don't, I don't really have a, I don't really have a ton of insight here, but yeah, Wisconsin yeah, looks either. very Wisconsin-y. Yeah. If you um, just look at the stats, like super wisconsin Yeah. So, you know, oh, and, and by the way, we, and- we, t- we talked about how the WSU Idaho game took three hours and 51 minutes. Um, Jeff, go ahead and, uh, guess a time. If, if you haven't already looked, how long do you think the, looked. how long do you think the Wisconsin Illinois state game took? I'm going to go two hours and 47 minutes. Very close. Two hours and 49. Oh, oh so close. Oh, so close, man. But yeah. So that means that, that means with all those rushes. How, however, it goes. I'm gonna have much when I go to Wisconsin this weekend. I'm gonna have much more time to drink in Madison, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Illinois State ran it 26 times. I don't know how many of those were sacks. I don't see sacks on here, but they ran it 26 times and passed it 24. So 26 times for a whopping 57 yards. But yeah. So that's. That's uh, that's 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 not a good rate. So hopefully yeah. WSU can do a little bit better. 
than I'm that. real curious to see what the game plan is here. Uh, you know, Cam Ward seemed to be a bit um, hyped up through the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Seemed to settle in a bit in the second quarter. Um, and then, you know, I, again, just having a hard time getting in sync with the receivers. That's fine. You know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not worried about that. I think that's going to come along. That'll be fine. Um, but I'm really curious to see kind of how we go about this game. And again, whether, you know, Dickert applies, you know, sort of that high variance strategy we talked about, whether we, um, you know, attempt to run the ball. Like, like this is a game where, man, they are going to do whatever they have to do to win. Um, you know, so are they going to, are they going to run it a ton or try to run it a ton? Are they going to try to keep possessions low? Um, you know, how are they going to try to go about this? I'm on, I'm honestly not sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, very curious. I do think that like, I do think that what Wisconsin wants to do offensively does play into the hands of our defense a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I know that our tackles aren't the biggest dudes, but, but they're good. Yeah, like, they're good. So they're good. And then Jackson is not a small defensive end, right? Brennan Jackson is actually a fairly large defensive end at this point. Um, Ron stone is a fairly small defensive end, but, you know, it's again, it's, you know, he doesn't have to necessarily be a run, a run stuffer out there very often. And then, you know, I mentioned Henley, like, you know, I, I don't know that either, um, middle linebacker solidified anything in, in this game. Um, it seemed like I was seeing more of Travion Brown than Francisco Maugoa, but mm-hmm. that could also be totally wrong. Like, like it could just be the the moments that I was paying attention to who was playing middle linebacker Brown was in there. So I don't, <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know. It seemed like he was in there more. Um, I don't have snap counts on that sort of thing, but, um, maybe he wasn't in there more. I honestly don't know. So I, I am I'm Brown, curious to Brown see had, with that Brown had well. two more tackles. If that, if that helps, uh, helps yeah. if, you know, I don't know. Uh, if I don't it does know. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> it might. It might mean they were in there the same amount of time. He just got a couple more tackles. So I. I yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, but I. You know. I do. You know. It's probably famous last words. But. You know. I do like our chances to not get completely steamrolled by their running game. Um, I don't. You know. I don't know what that looks like exactly. But. Um, but I do think that. I feel. I, I f- like. I kind of feel okay about facing a team that is very run oriented. Um, probably yeah. more so than a team with, you know, explosive, an explosive passing attack, right? Like I think our secondary is fine, but I'd, I'd be more concerned about an explosive passing attack than a really strong running attack, I guess I would say. I mean, there is a concern that they do seem to use their, uh, run game to create for explosive sure. plays in the passing game yeah, for sure. Um, and and WSU if if it's a, if they play Wisconsin the same way they played Idaho, there's gonna be a lot of man coverage. Um, and and what how Idaho in in their past any success they had in the passing game, they were really utilizing kind of back shoulder stuff. Mm-hmm. So that so that 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 encourages me like. Our our corners, even when they were getting beat for yardage, it was more that 
It was one of the, it, like Idaho had to make an incredible play. And you know, obviously Wisconsin's gonna have guys that can do that, but it, as long as as long as they um can can keep uh Wisconsin into longer drives and, and not and and maybe limit the explosive plays. I like this coming down to a red zone uh, game, yeah. Because WC's got a, a pretty fast defense. I like their I like their chances on on limiting Wisconsin in the red zone, and so I, I that if it if it can come down to that, and they can they can ex- make make Wisconsin extend these drives a bit, and, and also create more opportunities to take the ball away. WC's definitely going to need a couple take uh, two three takeaways in this game to 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 win i think like i i just yeah. i i don't i don't think they're winning a straight up battle without being plus in the turnover margin so when it goes to the offense no fucking fumbling the ball like let's, yes let's not do that none of I, that uh, cam <laughs> cam encouraged me that he doesn't seem like a guy that's gonna make like a lot of uh like he even was hesitant on on some throws i don't think he's a guy that's gonna push and, and make really bad decisions you know, a la like Jared Garantano last year or something, and so I I, I think he'll he'll be good at, at limiting um, from there. But if if the guys can just hold on to the damn ball, um, you know, I, I or if we can just recover the fumbles, we're due for that now. Um, so if if we can win that turnover battle, I think that's going to be a necessity for this game. Yeah. And then also looking at how teams are performing one one. I mean. Based on what Wisconsin's defense, defense against Illinois State, they look pretty damn good. Um, hopefully, we can move the ball into the red zone with regularity. Um, but if you know, if both teams are making it into the the red zone, the the maroon zone, you know, the forty and in the, the convert, you know, we we call those scoring opportunities when they get inside the forty. If you're looking at how many points they're producing from these scoring opportunities. That's going to tell you if WSU can hang around and if WSU um, has a real yeah. chance of winning this game. If Wisconsin yeah. is steamrolling us inside the forty and, and they're like no problem, or if they're getting chunk plays and scoring from outside, that's going to be. I just do not see how we can compete if if that if that comes to pass because I think that our defense is going to have to hold them down, you know, into the in the twenties to have a chance to win this game, and and so I. I, I, you know, and then look at what WSU does when it can get inside the 40. If, if, is it settling for field goals? Is it punting? Is it, you know, that's, that's going to be key early on to know how this thing's going to last because I have no doubt that Wisconsin probably will have a drive or two in the second half where WSU looks a little gassed and they're tired of getting leaned on. And, and, you know, they get a few chunk run plays a la kind of Oregon State last year. And, and, you know, in the same kind of style of offense, maybe without the uh, as much brute force as, as uh, uh, Wisconsin has. But it but yeah, at, at this um, it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I would love, you know, I'm going. Uh, there's a lot of kooks going. Uh, it'd be really cool to win. <laughs> um, I mean, we're all going for the experience of, of watching a game in Madison and stuff. But um, we obviously want to see them win and. and and I, yeah, they're double digit underdogs, but it, it's not like they're, it's out of the realm of possibility. And, and these are just things no. that need to happen. They need to convert chances. They need to take the ball away and they need to stop. Yeah. They need to lip, hold 
Wisconsin to some field goals and some. Yep. They are they are Wisconsin. If you get them in a fourth and nine from the thirty nine, they'll probably punt the ball. Yep. Like yeah. So so <laughs> if at fourth and two from the third forty one, they'll probably punt the ball. So so like the, the, this is Big Ten football, you know. Um, so use that to your advantage, and and I hope Dickert kind of plays a little looser on, on the fourth downs a bit, if especially if it's looking like we're able to pick up two three yards in the run. Um, if those are opportunities we can take, I, I would love him to love him to take them, and and I would love to see uh, Dean Janikowski make all his field goal attempts, um, if that comes to pass as well. <laughs> that would be nice. I agree. This Idaho game would have looked a little better if uh, he just made two of the two two we missed or three missed. Yeah, two, all of a sudden three. it's you know thirty yeah. to seventeen. You're like, yeah. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah. I think you're right. Um, the biggest, I, I think the biggest thing is the turnover thing. Like, like not going to be able to be negative on turnovers. Like that's, I don't know that we necessarily have to have like a two or three turnover advantage uh, to be able to win the game, but we but we certainly are not going to be able to be negative. Uh, so I, I think that's, that's thing. Number one, you just, you just have to give yourself a chance, you know, give yourself a chance to win. And, um, if they do that, then great. You know, like you said, and I think it's going to largely come down to sequencing for, for lack of a better term where, you know, maybe there it's a bend, but don't break situation. And, you know, Wisconsin drives deep into your territory and all of a sudden on first down, you get a negative play, and it's, you know, second and 12, and then they run it again and they pick up, you know, four yards and now it's third and eight. It's like, okay, now you got them where you want them, right? Like they're not, th- those aren't the times they're going to hit those big passing plays necessarily. I mean, they're not prevented from doing so, but you shouldn't be falling not, those for aren't a, the situations, yeah. right? You shouldn't be falling yeah. for a play fake on third and eight. Like, right. So I think that's ultimately, I think that's largely what it's going to come down to, um, you know, and, and, and you can't give up, you know, 60 yard touchdown runs. I think that's, that goes without saying, but you know, I think that's, um, you know, those are going to be the biggies. So, so don't, you know, no, uh, you know, can't be negative on turnovers, uh, no, you know, massively explosive touchdown plays. And then, um, you know, maybe get lucky on your sequencing a little bit, you know, like you're bending, bending a little bit, but then you, all of a sudden you get a negative play. I mean, that was the Grinch formula, right. For all those years, um, you know, you'll give up some yards, but you know, then you get a big negative play, you know, Hercules Mata off a bus through the line and takes down a running back for a four yard loss. And all of a sudden you're behind the sticks. And I think that's not where Wisconsin wants to operate from. So you need to do that at some point on a drive and make them, um, try and, you know, make up some yardage through the air. And that's not where they want to be either. So, um, and that's, that's yeah, kind of where, where some key. of the, some of the kind of the bending, strategy uh is helpful because if you the more uh series the the more down series you create you you're forcing an offense even if they're moving the ball the more down series they have to go through that's just more probability that you have you can get that sack on first or second down and totally throw them off or you can get that three yard four yard loss and just throw it off throw off that down sequence and and there there you are or you know more opportunity where you can rip that ball out. More opportunity where their their quarterback can make a bad read and, and throw the ball to you. So it's 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 that that's what it's about. I I think you know Wisconsin is going to be grinding out drives here. Hopefully, you know maybe I, like not hopefully. Hopefully, we're they're three and out every time. But like let's just assume they're going to be able to run the ball a bit. But if if you're limiting those explosives, 
then then you can you can create more opportunities for yourself to get that good sequence, get the ball out of their hands, and and prevent points. So that's it. I you know that's what you're hoping for. Um, again, hostile environment. Uh, you know, emotional day for the head coach. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, but hey, it's 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 it's. But when it comes down to it, it's fun to play these types of games in, yeah. in non-conference. Like it's 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 so much, you know. Yeah, like you you might lose, but I mean, I I take I take this over having uh, Wyoming at home or something. Honestly, like I, you know, it's it's a lot more fun to go go test yourself, even if maybe your team is not up to par. But let's 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 see where they really are at. And that's what going to play at Wisconsin is going to do. Yep. And you get to have fun. Like, that's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you You get to have fun. And that's a very college football thing, right? Like, this is a thing that you don't get in other sports. Well, and hope, you know, maybe maybe that is not going to be lasting for much longer. But um, (laughs) hey, now, this is a a space for positivity. (laughs) But yeah, it's fun. You know, I've been. Uh, I've been planning with some of my friends this trip to Wisconsin for like four years. You know, we've been talking about this for a long time and, and people are really excited. There's going to be a lot of kooks there. Uh, just from what, I, from what I've from people I know. And then just from talking to people and, and, and like, you know, uh, seeing the posts on diehard kooks and on Twitter and all that, like it's, there's going to be a ton of kooks there and, and we'll have fun. You know, we get to, you know the the WSU official like pregame tailgate thing is is having uh, the cheese produced at Wisconsin uh, with the University of Wisconsin uh, uh, next to Cougar Gold. So you know we can do taste tests against the cheese and all that. So that's that's exciting. That's fun things you get to do. You know, like and you know you get to check out Madison. Everyone says it's a cool college town and obviously a yeah. lot bigger than Pullman, but. Um, yeah, but it, it'll be it'll be fun. You know, it'll, it'll be a good time. I get you know I get to fly. I'm flying in Chicago, see some uh, friends in Chicago and all that. Uh, so um, you know, I I love Chicago, and so have a night there will be really cool too. Yeah, it'll be super fun. Yeah, so um, I guess we've been we we didn't do this for the Idaho game, but we got to go back to it. Because we didn't really do a game preview for the Idaho game, uh, we got to do our score prediction for this game. I'm throwing it on okay. you, Jeff. I, I didn't prepare you. Um, no. Let's see. How what's the you? line? What's the line right now? Seventeen. It, it, Seventeen. That's a big line. Um, so with uh, the total, pretty low total given the seventeen point line, forty six and a half. Um, so you got a forty six and a half. Uh, total, uh, seventeen point favorites, Badgers. Uh, Jeff, what are you thinking on the score? Yeah, so I'm gonna. Th- <laughs> so on our prediction episode, I said twenty percent chance of winning. Right. Um. So I am going to. You know, I think that it's pretty likely. Uh, okay, I'm gonna predict Wisconsin wins, and I'm gonna predict it's like. 27 to 14. So Cougs cover 27 to 14. Um, and, and you hit the under. 
All right. 27 to 14. So, uh, you know, a nice tidy, probably like two hour and 45 minute game. Um, that's actually, let me, let me also get your, uh, your prediction on the, the length of the game here. <laughs> yeah. Probably under three hours. Yeah. Unless we, uh, unless we fall behind a lot early and then we end up throwing the ball a bunch more than we want to, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's interesting enough. Uh, we also, the halftime spread is nine and a half. So, um, looking for, uh, Wisconsin to get out on us early. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of where you're at. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher scoring. Uh, I'll say something like 31, uh, to 17, uh, Wisconsin. So just slightly hit the over, um, but, uh, cover Cougs cover, um, so yeah, uh, I, you know, that's 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 what we we have to we're going with our head here, folks. Although maybe if we we're truly going with our head, might go a bigger Wisconsin one. But yeah. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think I think our you know our defense gives us a chance to keep this thing close. I think so, and, too. and and if our offense can put it together a little more, then we really have a chance. But but I think we got a good enough defense that we can avoid getting run off the field here. Um, and then, and if the offense, it does come to play, it has, has improved a bit in, in, after, you know, one live game of live action, then, you know, Hey, who knows, who knows what will happen. Um, but yeah, so um, what you were, you were 20, 28, 14, 27, 14, 27, and I was, 14. and I was 31, 17. All right. Um, write it down folks. And then come yell at us later. Uh, yeah. So, um, with that, let's, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, talk about volleyball's weekend. Talk about soccer's good weekend. Both had great weekends. We'll talk about those a bit. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll probably talk about beer. Let's be honest. Um, so yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, um, so I, I do have to tell you, Jeff. I don't know if you saw in the chat, but uh, the in-laws are already asleep, and I have a yes. I have an, I have an exterior door, so I can escape um, uh, without waking them up. So we don't have to worry. We, did see uh, we can be our normal uh, uh, is loquacious the word selves. Yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. A good word Thank you. It. Thank you. Um, good job. But yeah, yeah. Um, so. It's it's time for beer and and I had uh, you know a lot of beer this weekend, a lot of beer, um, also a lot of tequila sodas because now I have the that nice uh, seat up in the suite. Uh, but um, Jeff, you know, and I know I'm going to be drinking a lot of beer this weekend to keep up with those Midwesterners. Um, yeah, gotta show them how it's done. But yeah, so I'm starting my liver training. Um, and Jeff, you know, just in in solidarity with me, what are you drinking? 
well. I have dipped back into the single hill well. <laughs> this is the Lateral A Bold IPA. Bold IPA. Yes, which I, I did not know what a bold IPA was until I read the description. So here we go. Back in 2020, we set out with our friends at Zeke's Pizza and Sip Magazine to brew a one-off IPA that showcased the innovative flavors of new hops growing in the Yakima Valley, brewed with HBC 586 and HBC 692. I know you know what those are. Lateral A was born. Just as HBC 692 became Talus, Lateral A has become a year-round favorite. So there you go. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. When it's HBC, uh, that's always just like a a yet-to-be-named hop. Um, Yes. That's all that ever means. So Yes. So, yeah, delicious beer. Uh, Definitely kind of a funky, very hoppy uh, type IPA, which, you know, does uh, go along with the the bold, right, the bold name. Um, But, yeah, kind of reminds me, I, I don't think, I don't know, like, let me look, hold on. I'm trying to look and see how, what the what the alcohol is on it. Cause it's kind of got, it's a 7%. Yeah. So it's kind of got a, a very hoppy, a double IPA vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, super strong and not the super strong, but strong, right? Strong, hoppy flavor. Um, yeah. Excellent. I enjoy it. It's good. Very good. How about you? Well, you know, I, I, uh, dipped into, uh, my old barley wine stash again, uh, you know, big, big barley wine fan. Um, so I am drinking a beer uh, from uh, Dancing Gnome out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which I may have had a beer from them before. I can't remember, um, but whatever. Um, uh, it's it's called Thin Places. It is a, is a barley wine uh, that is aged in... Um, uh, 14 months in a blend of bourbon and apple brandy barrels. So it's aged in bourbon barrels. Some was aged in apple brandy barrels and they blend them together. Um, so this is, yeah, this is a, an 11% barley wine. So not, yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of almost the, the low, low point, maybe 10, 11% uh, for barley wines. Um, so it, it does like, it's not, um, it's not like a, a super, super sweet thick in terms of a of barrel aged barley wine um but and, and it does you can definitely always get um that that kind of vibe with the apple brandy uh barrels to me like often kind of give it this kind of like uh interesting sweetness and seem to kind of thin it out thin these beers out more than like a a bur- bourbon barrel which can um can can seem to kind of add to the stickiness of the, the, the beer. Um, so this is pretty interesting. Yeah. It's definitely not, not in the line of those like intensely uh, thick barley wines that a lot of breweries are making now, but a much more drinkable, approachable, dangerous, a bit 11%. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, cause it's kind of easy to drink. Um, so actually this one on the, I was reading the untapped description. This one just says bourbon barrels. So maybe that a previous one was aged in apple brandy, but I definitely feel the apple brandy. So I don't know. Um, uh, so yeah, 11%, uh, dancing gnome is a, a good brewery out of, um, uh, Pittsburgh. 
uh, and uh, I've enjoyed a, a lot of the stuff I've had from them. Um, it, thin places, they say, thin places are places of energy, a place where the veil between this world and the eternal world is thin. Uh, so I think that uh, definitely uh, um, uh, Wisconsin, uh, uh, Wisconsin Stadium uh, will be rocking, and I think that may be uh, um, a place, you know, Camp Randall will be a place, uh, a thin place, uh, a place where there is a place of energy and where the world, and a place where the, the the veil between the world and the eternal world is thin. Because um, truthfully, if WSU wins, I will feel as close to the eternal world, at least the, the good uh, Christian version of uh, the eternal world uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, that I could possibly feel. Um, yeah. Or at least for the ones that go there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so uh, I thought that actually I, I didn't plan that. I just made that up as I went along. <laughs> Um, I just grabbed a random beer out of my cellar. Let's be honest. Uh, so yeah, um, excited to, uh, you know, have lots of, lots of beers, lots more beers this weekend and, uh, have some, uh, another, uh, Wisconsin beer. A classic one is, uh, is the, um, shit, what is that called? Um, uh, spotted cow. Um, yep. Uh, the, just the, the classic cream ale, uh, um, they they call it a farmhouse ale. It's just like a real light beer, um, easy to drink. Uh, you can only uh, New Glarus only uh, distributes in Wisconsin, so I'll definitely be grabbing some New Glarus while I'm while I'm in Madison um, to to have. So that that'll be that'll be one of my go tos. Uh, you know, they they've been kind of a legend because they did distribute to some places. And then they just decided to pull back and only distribute to Wisconsin. And so now a lot of people kind of seek their beer more. And so New Glarus, if you're, you know, if you're going to Wisconsin, you probably already know who they are. But if you're going to Wisconsin, check out a New Glarus beer. It's nothing that's going to blow your mind, but it's just kind of, that's definitely a, a, a local craft beer, a local go-to. Um, and uh, I, I, I think they're really delicious, really spotted cow. They also make kind of some sour beers, some, some fruited beers uh, that, you know, if you like those types of beers, check those out too. Um, so yeah, beer um, and Wisconsin uh, and cheese. We have lots of cheese. We eat a lot of cheese, of course. Uh, but now let's, let's, let's turn to uh, some of the other sports this weekend. Um, it was really just a, a weekend full of wins in, in Pullman. Um, first of all, look at the volleyball team who hosted their own, tournament and uh kind of uh e- easily disposed of cal baptist belmont and uh csu bakersfield um the interesting point uh that i'll, I'll say uh i was talking to uh, uh, jamie over at coog fan and, and he was saying they lost a, a set to belmont and uh CSU, it, when they lost the set to belmont it was the first set they'd lost at home in non-conference and in uh in years like it was some number of years um outside of i think like one match that they lost or something I, it was it was years that they had lost a set um yeah. in, in in non-conference play and then um and then they lost one to bakersfield as well but overall very dominant wins 
in all in all three matches, uh, Cal Baptist and Belmont and Bakersfield. Not like big names, but the only three matches they get at home in non conference play, and the only three matches they're going to have at home for a long time, um, close to uh, over a month, I believe. Um, so it's it, it's good that they could come out and get those wins. Yeah, it, I mean it's what we expected, right? Like, like we would have been, I think, pretty disappointed had they uh, had any sort of real trouble with any of those teams. So, and I think it was set up for them to be successful, and they were. So, you know, as they continue to integrate people, I think it's a strong start so far. Um, you know, losing to BYU was a bit of a missed opportunity. BYU is real good, but um, but other than that, they've they've taken care of business and. What are they now? Five and one, right? So, yep. uh, so that's yeah. I mean, that's that's about. It's not a dream start because beating BYU and being six and zero would be the dream start, but but it's a good start and no bad losses so far uh, so far on the schedule. And I think they head out on another tournament, right? Like there, it's like it's tournament just, after tournament. Here, yeah, yeah. It's two more two more tournaments. They go to they go to the Fairfield Invitational at at. at uh, Fairfield University in Connecticut, and then they go to the University of Minnesota Diet Coke Classic to Ooh. wrap up their schedule. And then they don't play. Well, I guess it's not more than a month; it's a few weeks. But they they don't play at home again. Actually, yeah, October seventh. So it is more than a month because uh, they open with four straight matches on the road in Pac twelve play. So, um, yeah, not not the. Uh, not the easiest uh, uh, start to the season in terms of home matches. Um, I'm yeah, so they they won't be playing at home again until they host Oregon on October seventh, uh, Friday, October seventh. So yeah, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I did one standout when I was I was reading um, uh, Kat's uh, review of the weekend. Um, this uh, Laura Jansen, the transfer from Arkansas Little Rock. Uh, kind of, you know, uh, logged quite a few kills. So she seems to be stepping into that attacking role. Um, that's definitely where they've lost some talent recently. So, you know, the outside hitter type role. Um, so good yep. to see her um, um, coming in and, 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 and stepping into that because we, we know they have a great defense with Magda and and, and just over all-around all uh, quality with uh, Pia. So um, lots of good stuff. Um, now, uh, looking at soccer, uh, finally, finally able, they've been able to get some wins. Uh, you know, now they've, they've logged three in a row. Obviously last we recorded right after, um, they, they, uh, uh, beat, uh, Seattle U on Thursday, uh, with yep. a, with a, with a late match win. Um, and you know, that was, we led the podcast with that for all of our, all of our, uh, our soccer fans and, but now, you know, they, they came back on, on Sunday night again, complaining a bit that that wasn't on Sunday afternoon. I would have appreciated that. Um, came back on Sunday night and, uh, finally put the ball in the net four goals against Denver and a four, two win. Um, maybe the two, maybe the two goals allowed kind of make you cringe a bit, but like, honestly to see them, you know, score four times is, is really nice. Yeah. They, they were up three, nothing before halftime. Uh, and then in the second half, it seemed like they, they rotated the, the lineup. 
pretty significantly. So it's not. So for people who don't know, uh, college soccer they can substitute freely, um, unlike you know professional soccer where you get well now you get five, but you know up until recently you only got three, right? So uh, you're limited on subs. Somebody comes out of the game, they can't come back in. Um, that's totally different in college. You can come in and out. So uh, free substitutions makes for a bit of a different deal. And, and when you look at the box score from that game, you can see. WCU played a lot of people in that game that they might not otherwise have played. So they, you know, they went up three, nothing before half, um, you know, really dominated the first half, the second half, uh, Denver got one back and then, uh, and then Grayson Lynch had about as good of a skill type goal as you're going to see. She was just at the top of the box and hit a little curling shot to the far post, uh, Keeper was just, you know, frozen, couldn't really do anything to go up 4-1, you know, just to sort of remind them that, yeah, we were we're in control here. And then I think uh, I think Denver scored a goal like in the last minute to make it 4-2. Yep. So yep. uh, Schulenberger was uh, unusually upbeat <laughs> after the game because um, he can be a little he can be a little crabby, a little grouchy. Um, and he was just like, yeah, it was good. It was good. And then, you know, he said, you know, well, you know, I'm disappointed that, you know, the goals and, and the thing they did talk about, and I think this is legit, which is, um, you know, the, the goals that they tend to give up tend to be a little soft, um, tend to be a little weak and, you know, so they, they really do want to cut those down. So he's, he's, that's sort of his, uh, point of contention is they're not really getting beat by other teams, making good plays. They're sort of getting beat by them screwing up. And, and so that is, that is something the coaching staff wants to fix, but um, you're, you're seeing right now where, you know, some of the opportunities are now finally coming back in terms of all the shots, all the shots on goal and more of them are finding the back of the net now. And, and that's what you want to see. And, you know, I was looking at their schedule earlier today and, you know, they got three more games before pack 12 play and they should win all three. So um, you know, they'll continue to, to kind of work the kinks out there, but, um, they, they're definitely in a spot where, where they should, you know, frankly be dominating, uh, their opponents. They don't play again until next Sunday, this, this Sunday, I guess it's, I guess it's Monday night as we record this. So they don't play again until Sunday. They got a week off. Um, and then, you know, they play, uh, I'm trying to remember who they play now, but it's, it's somebody who's not very good. Cal Poly. <laughs> there we go. Cal Poly. Yes. Cal Poly. And then, uh, I can't now we get the noon that. start that yeah, Sunday, and then uh, and then St. Mary's. I know St. Mary's is is the last one before uh, before Oregon State. So, yeah, yeah, they are they're kind of rolling right along and looking really good. And man, Lily Boyden, the freshman, she is she is something. Man, she keeps playing a lot of minutes, and um, she's she's coming up with assists. She's got a couple of assists now. Um, she is she is really good, man. They they found. Not that they really sort of unearthed the diamond in the rough with her because she was, you know, a top recruit, but uh, but she is very very good, just good yeah. as advertised. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 nice when you bring in top ten recruiting glasses, I guess. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, those are cool. Yep. Yeah, and then, and then you, and then you have your like star, def- like center back decide to play another year and like you know, all that stuff. You know? Yep. Uh, that's nice. So, yeah, if they can really they can continue the stretch. I mean, the one thing like we keep talking about that I mean, the, the, every match uh, majority has been played in 
in their opponent's end. You know, they're they're uh, they're they're yeah. they're they're putting pressure on the goal over and over again, even against you know the quality or more quality opponents they've played. They're putting pressure on the goal. Twenty-seven shots in this one to seven, eight shots on goal. Um, you, that if you just keep keep pressure, you know that you'll find your way. And you know sometimes the sometimes finishing in, in in soccer is such a mental game, and and yep. players can really get in their head about it. So when the opportunity does come, they can, you know, that they, they, they're kind of just not ready for it. And but you know if they can have more of these games, they scored three against uh, Eastern. Uh, they were able to. They should have had three against you know CLU, or at least they should have had two earlier and, and then um and then uh you know to get four against denver if they can close it out with some more uh big numbers in in these final three um non-conference matches that they should like you said they should be winning uh that that gives them a lot of confidence uh, on that front because we know that, it can, that we know they can defend um and we we know that they they have a midfield that can distribute so it just comes down to you know fin- you know that that finishing quality and and you know if they if they can build this confidence I, I I like you know like their chances again obviously they're they're picked to be one of the top teams in the in the conference and and we have we have big, we expect big things out of them and and the as we said there there hasn't really been nothing that that dissuades you from that other than the the lack of finishing at times but the fact that they're creating the chances that that's encouraging and that makes you think they are as good as we hope they are yeah they are out shooting their opponents 80 to 23 so far uh and let's see oh that's this is only through these stats are only through the seattle u game so that's even so more. it's 100 so it's 107 to 30 now then there you go so yeah it's uh that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good and you're going to you're going to score more goals than not, you know, doing it that way. So, yeah, we like it. We like it. They they are they are looking like it's, it's a I'm still super bummed they lost to Michigan uh because that's, you know, that's a game that, you know, potentially can, you know, stamp a resume, but um you know, get you at they're, home. they're on the right track. They can get right you at things. home. Yeah, maybe yeah, that, that that's the type of stuff that gets you home matches in the in the tournament and stuff. So, yeah. but you know, it's gone now. You got lots of opportunities to beat a lot of good teams in the conference play. Um, so you, you can always get it back. Uh, and just club make don't 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 falter in these last three and and take care of business. Uh, you know that St. Mary's at St. Mary's. You know that could be a little bit more tough just having to travel down there, but. Um, yeah. They should win, and then you, then you got Oregon State, Colorado, Utah uh, to start it out, and um, yeah, again, should be should be a fun ride again with this team. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, um, any of y'all uh, headed to Madison? I'll you know I'll be around at the probably the bar crawl on Friday. I'll be around at the the d- official WC pregame. If you want to say hi, I've already had some people. Message me on Twitter and stuff about that. If you want to say hi, just, just stay hi. You know, uh, I can't. Yeah. Sorry, so one of y'all said hi to me at the Coog uh, this weekend, um, and I I do not remember your name. I apologize, um, uh, but uh, you know, 
uh, if, if you have Twitter or something, just send me a message. Tell me, remind me who you were. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I haven't went to, uh, traveled for a, a game like, you know, like this, uh, not, not a bowl game, not a Husky game, uh, you know, since I think the one we went to Boulder. So, and, oh, and we got, that's a I long got, time ago. I, I got some of the same plane buddies. We got, we got Brian and Katie going with us and, and, uh, yeah. you know, they're, they're much farther along in their relationship at this point. Uh, <laughs> you know, very young at that point. Um, yeah. but yeah, Amanda gets to do her first Cougar football trip. I'm Woo! excited for her for that. That is so you know, exciting. Marnie, Corey, uh, Adam and Janae, they'll all be there. We'll, we'll have a, yeah. you know, Emma gets to see Emma. Uh, Woo! you know, she's going to ride up with us to Wisconsin. She's going to sit with us. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah, it's going to be a going to be a good time. Um, so yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you want to say hi, don't don't be afraid. I'm a, I'm a nice person. Um, if I if I'm like talking to my friends, I, I might just say hi and then not be the nicest person for a sec. But that's okay. <laughs> um, uh, but but it's all good. Um, uh, I, I like when I, I get to meet our listeners, so it, it, it's fun because uh, we're all we're all kooks, uh, so that's that's cool. Um, yeah, if um, if uh, you want to uh, follow us on on socials, I'm at the Craig Powers on Twitter at Craig W Powers on TikTok and Instagram, um, and then which I'll, I'll probably post some stuff about Wisconsin and stuff. I, I'm getting bad at Instagram, um, but I'll I'll try to do better. Um, especially football season, I like to post stuff. I didn't post anything this weekend. You know, got to save that phone battery. Um, yeah. If you want to follow Jeff, he's at Pod versus Everyone on Twitter. Uh, he has Instagram, but he doesn't post on it, so no reason to give that to you. Um, and yeah, Jeff just Jeff just using it to stalk people. Come on, um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, there's uh, I see Twitter accounts like that too. Uh, yeah. So if um. I, I, let me hold on. Let me check. I don't think we got any questions. I checked yesterday, and I don't think we got any questions um, on the pod. Nope. Podcast versus everyone at gmail dot com. If you want to send us questions, comments, um, do that. If you want to give us, uh, please, please, if you listen to this, please give us uh, a subscribe and give us five star reviews um, and tell us how cool or uncool we are in the review i don't really carry the way i just want that five stars um so i'd appreciate that uh and with all that i guess i'll say go kooks jeff go kooks craig black lives matter black lives matter vaccinated yeah be sure